Welcome to the Rocky and Meisty Show, presented to you by Jew Stool. Thank you for joining us. Uh, remember to subscribe to our to our podcast on Spotify, Apple, TuneIn, and your preferred platform. And remember to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you for listening to this Week 12 preview, Week 12 predictions, as we have four teams on by, 14 matchups, or Week 13, I'm sorry. Should be exciting starting tonight. We're recording this as of Thursday afternoon um, with the Cowboys and the Saints. So we're going to go through the games. And uh, yesterday we were obviously able to discuss a little about the AFC and that playoff race, and a lot of it's gonna 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 transpire to, on Sunday on the field. Uh, the problem is, Morty, we have a lot of lopsided, at least on paper, lopsided matchups. Right, half of the fourteen matchups this week have a line of seven or higher. So the team is favored. The the, the uh, team that's favored is favored by se- to win by seven points or more, uh, which is a lot for half of, right. the, of the games to be a touchdown or more is a lot. So we'll see how this all uh, pans out. Throughout the course of the, uh, the the next few days, more. Do you want to go ahead and uh, and 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 uh, and whip out Let's the start games? Start us off here. Yes, All please. Right. So we have we're recording this on Thursday. So tonight's game, eight twenty p.m. Cowboys at Saints. The line is. We're using old lines. We're gonna so we'll use the old line. I I know this is as of now. It's Thursday morning slash early afternoon. Um, so we're gonna use the ones we had for Wednesday night, just because that's what the. Uh, we got familiar with now. So the lines could change okay. in a yeah. few hours, but that's what we'll use as of now. Okay. So we have the Cowboys at the Saints. Cowboys by four and a half. What do you think? Yeah, so I like Dallas here to win straight up. I, I don't like them to cover. I think that um, uh, Tyson Hill is playing, I think, tonight, right? I think Sean Payton uh, announced that Tyson Hill is playing. I believe that was an announcement that was final. So, uh, you know, I, I think this is going to sway the uh, line to go maybe in, in Dallas's favor a little more. Trevor Simeon's passing grade has been a little better than Taysom Hill. But when you couple together the, the running ability of Taysom, he's a really good runner, right? I mean, he's, he's yeah. even lined up outside as a receiver sometimes. So, you know, he really has – he's a dual threat. You know, you're talking about two – Below average passers, but once you factor in the uh, the throwing ability, I mean the, the running ability. I'm sorry, uh, you know New Orleans actually has a chance in this game, especially to uh, to do some damage down the field against the uh, depleted Dallas secondary. Contrary to popular belief, even though they have Trayvon Dix, he's given up a bunch of big plays. Um, he's like the third or fourth best corner on that team, in fact. So yeah, I like Dallas to win, but I'm not going to pick the cover. How about you? Mm-hmm. Okay, so like you said, I think the Saints have a good chance here. The Saints haven't won since their big win over the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. What is that? Five weeks ago now. It's a while ago, um, right? And a really bad loss against Buffalo. Um, I'm gonna go with the Saints here with, as I, with the with the upset. Um, I happen to like Taysom Hill. He gets a lot of hate, but I think coming coming off fresh, the Saints got something to prove. They're not looking good. I think Sean Payton is just gonna. I think they can take them the Cowboys here. So I'm gonna go with the Saints. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right, let's go okay. to Sunday, baby. Sunday. All right, we got a lot of good games here. Starting off with the Buccaneers at the Falcons. We have Tom Brady in the old Super Bowl matchup. Ah, rematch with the Falcons. If the, it, it, listen, if if the uh, if the Bucks get off to a twenty-eight-three lead, I'm calling a Falcons comeback right here. No, <laughs> in, 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 in all reality, in all reality, this is a division game. The Falcons obviously coming off a win, but against the Jags, albeit. You know, the Falcons always play the Bucks tough. In general, these division games are very close. It's an 11-point line. I, I, w- I would mm-hmm. I would tease two or three points here for the Bucks, right? I would say a seven- or eight-point line is more realistic. So b- being that it's an 11-point line, I'll pick the Bucks to win, but the Falcons to cover. Okay, I'll, t- I'll, I'll follow you with the Bucks, but I think they're just going to blow the Falcons out of the water here. 
Okay. I think they're coming off a hot, not a hot win against the Colts, even though they didn't look great in the first half against the Colts. And Carson Wentz, you know, played as well as Carson Wentz plays under pressure. Um, but I still think that the Buccaneers are going to blow them out. All right, we'll see. They haven't been able to blow out opponents as much as they have in the past, per se. You know, Brady's Brady hasn't been playing as well the last few weeks, but he's still, you know, MVP frontrunner, if you ask me. So, uh, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I can hear where that where that's coming from, for sure. All right, next game is Cardinals at Bears, and we have Cardinals by eight points. I mean, who the heck knows, right? We don't know if Justin Fields or Andy Dalton is playing. We don't know if uh, Kyler Murray or DeAndre Hopkins are playing, right? There's so many question marks surrounding this game. So this is really an open-ended one, which is why I'm not, which is why I'm not going to touch the line. But if I had to pick one team, obviously I'm going to rely that Kyler Murray is going to play and pick the Cardinals to win. Yeah, I got to go with you on that one. I think it's a it's a layup here for me. Um, anyways, on to the next game. We have the Chargers at the Bengals with the line at Bengals by three. You know, I was so upset when they flexed uh, the Sunday night game last week and they made it Chiefs of Broncos instead of Chargers Bengals. We have two second year quarterbacks, young, two of the best young quarterbacks in football, Justin Herbert versus Joe Burrow. I think it's the first time they're facing off against each other because Burrow didn't play much last year. So this is going to be very exciting. I really like this matchup. And uh, this should have been Sunday Night Football. We'll have to settle to watch it earlier on Sunday. But I'm actually going to go with the Chargers here. The Bengals have been hot. I think they'll come back down to earth. They've been a little up and down this season. A couple bad losses um, to some subpar teams. Um, and they got shellacked to the Browns. You know, sometimes the Bengals just come out. The passing game's not there. Uh, you know, Joe Mixon's not getting it going on the ground, which is obviously a vital part to the success. And uh, I'm going to go with the Chargers here. You know, coming off a, a bad loss against the Broncos, they're going to be looking to rebound. Yeah, I, I think so too. I like that. I think Bengals do. The Bengals start. They they're hot. They're cold. They you know they beat the Ravens. They lose to the they lost to the Jets. You know, and albeit a close game, the Browns they beat they beat the Raiders, which I think ha, you know shows a little bit of something. And they beat Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh Pittsburgh's been playing like tough hot. So I'm gonna go with the Chargers with you on this one. Perfect. Um. All right. Next game: Vikings at Lions. Vikings by seven. I tell you what, Morty, I'm picking the lines to upset here, and I'll tell you why. Oh, Rocky. Okay. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. <laughs> I've been picking the Lions almost every week now, and <laughs> they put up and a fight. Where, and they I really haven't cool. pulled the trigger on them, and this is when I am, and I'll tell you why, okay? If there's any team that can screw this up, it's the Vikings. Just because the Vikings are expected to win over 50% of their games they're favored in, right? Because they're a good team, right? You're talking about Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen on the outside. You know, playmakers, I know Dalvin Cook's out, but have playmakers on the outside. Kirk Cousins has the ability to get the ball down the field accurately at times, but sometimes he's wild. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes that defense just doesn't come together, and for some reason they put this leash on Kirk Cousins. They don't let him throw the ball down the field. And this might be one of those games against the Lions, more hyper-conservative type of play style, and uh, you know, I, I just think this is a spot. It's a trap game for the Vikings. I think the spot, but so I'm gonna pull the trigger and pick a Detroit upset over here, baby. Ooh, okay, <laughs> okay, a bold first pick win of the season. Here. First win of the season. And you think it's gonna be against the Vikings? I do under. I do hear what you're saying is that like the Vikings can very easily screw this up, but the Vikings need a win here. They need to, you know, keep keep their. Uh, they got to get back on a win streak here. Um. With the loss last week against San Francisco, I'm going to say the Vikings will are just coming out fast and hard, and just going to, you know, I'm sorry Lions fans, but this time I don't I don't got your back, so I'm going to go Vikings here. Uh, what's the line seven? I'm not going to touch the line here. Do you but think, uh, do you think the Lions win this season at all? Yes, 
Yes, I think the Lions can win this season. What's their schedule? Who's their That's next the few problem. Games? I I don't see a clear clear cut win, right? I what are you talking? Right. I, they could beat the I think they could beat the Broncos. I think they could beat the Falcons. I think they could beat the Seahawks. Right out of all those teams, I see the Vikings screwing up first. <laughs> I I think Bron. I think next week, depending on how we'll see we'll see how the Broncos play this week, but I think next week is going to be my Lions win pick. Really? Okay. But we will see. We will see. Anyways, on to our next game. Giants at Dolphins. The line is... We have Giants. We have Dolphins by four. Listen, I've been picking the Dolphins for a few weeks straight now consecutively. And, you know, so long as they continue to uh, go up against subpar performance like the Giants, I- I'm, 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 I'm rolling my Dolphins train. You know, as long as they put two out there, let him do his thing, sort of construct a good game plan around him. Jalen Waddle's been a big playmaker for them. He's been getting the ball to his receivers. Um, you know, he's got playmakers there, and the defense has been playing really well. So, yeah, I'm going to pick the Dolphins to beat the Giants. Yeah, I mean, the Dolphins are on a hot streak, albeit not against the greatest teams, but the Giants are not a great team by any by any metric. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to have to join you on the Dolphins here. And they haven't – they won – I mean, they beat, they beat the Ravens, the Jets, Carolina, who's nothing. But, yeah, I think, I think the Giants are nothing. Giants – they did win last week, but – I don't count that as a – that's got an asterisk next to it. But anyways – And by the yeah. way, and by the way, what's yeah. the line here? The line is Dolphins by four. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll, I'll take the Dolphins. I don't love the uh, four instead of three. I never love that, mm-hmm. you know, just because just when you have a four, it's generally predicted to be a close game, and this is. But the way Miami's been playing, they're hot. I just think they're, you know, they're playing at a much higher level than the Giants are. Uh, even coming off of a win last week, that Giants win was very ugly. Um the Dolphins have uh, just played better on the field, so I'll actually pick the Dolphins to cover there. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it looks like they've outscored. They out, their last four wins, they've outscored by over by a touchdown or more. Mm. So I, I think that's a great line to pick. That's a good uh, that's a good statistic over there to uh, in favor of a four point line for sure. Yes, sir. All right, next game: Eagles at Jets. Uh, we have Eagles by six and a half. Yeah, I, I know the Jets came out and, uh, you know, bit bit me in the you-know-what last week because uh, I picked the Texans, actually. I did. I picked really? the Texans. I thought Tyrod was coming back, you know, after that hot win against the Titans. Tyrod was going to give this offense a spark, and he just didn't. I mean, they <laughs> that offensive output mm-hmm. was poor by the Texans. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Eagles. I won't go with the cover, but they, they could. They could. That, that's, that potential is there, but I'm just going to go with the Eagles straight up. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Eagles, and I'm going to take – the cover here. Oh, I think you're going to rebound. Sorry? Six, six and, and a half? half? Yeah. Okay. 100%. I think Eagles have, they need to come back here. They need this win. Um, if they lose to the Jets, their season will not be looking good in the, for the next few games. Last week's loss was tough. It's it's a little confusing the way they've been playing their games. You know, they, they've been a run first, run first team over the last few weeks. Um, and the Giants, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that loss. But anyways, Giant uh, Eagles with the cover. Okay. And, yeah, the Eagles are, uh, you know, competing for a playoff spot here. Obviously, Washington football team been a, been a little hot, a little hot streak recently. But, uh, you know, still, uh, you know, Eagles actually have one of the best, better point differentials in the league. They've been playing pretty well. Uh, you know, if Jalen Hurts is able to find his own, I agree. I think they can cover. But uh, I just won't touch that over there. 
Also, we need to you know we need to go back in time and and pick Justin Jefferson over Jalen Rager, but that's a different story. Story oh, for man. another time. If, if only, right? If only. I, I <laughs> redraft. We need to do some redraft situation over here. There's a clip of the draft, and you see the the Viking. I don't know if you saw this. The Vikings, uh, like the coaching staff, they saw the Eagles pick Rager, and you see them smiling and laughing. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But it wasn't anyway. like Rager was set up for failure. I mean, he, he, I don't know what's happened to him on the field. Like, have they not schemed him he, properly? They haven't found ways to get him involved. Devontae Smith is no. a you know, good, good rookie receiver. All of a sudden, he, Rager just amazing. comes in there and he can't run routes. Like, it doesn't make sense. No, me. it's not <laughs> about Rocky. If, did you watch the game last week? He dropped two touchdown passes, hit him in the hands. There's no excuse yeah, okay. for that. But, yeah, but his, pro- his his consistent problem throughout his career has not necessarily been dropped passes. It's been the inability to create space down the field, which he True. was supposed to have coming out of college. You know, right. It's just it hasn't yeah. looked good for him. But yeah, you, you know, l- listen, if somehow they can have a resurrection from Rager over here, they can make a run for the playoffs throughout the just, just the catch season. the ball, man. It's it's the Aguilar curse that's been stuck with the Eagles. The Aguilar curse, yeah. right? <laughs> like that. Anyways, moving on. Uh, we have Colts at Texans. This is this is a game. This is a game we're going to have to watch. Um, what do you think? The line is uh, what is it? Indianapolis by how much? By nine. By nine, and I like it. I like the Colts to win by ten. Listen, the Colts were a few turnovers away from from really beating the Bucks and even beating the Bucks potentially by double digits last week, right? Tom Brady made mm-hmm. a lay run. He's Tom Brady, so he always finds ways to come back and put his team on its shoulders and and bring them to victory. But I, 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 the Colts are hot. Colts are a great team. You know, Micey mentioned this on the podcast yesterday in the AFC. He loves the Colts. They're one of the hottest teams in football, and it's true. They are. Everything's clicking for them, and <clears throat> sort of going into the season, we expect the Colts to be this above-average team, not this great team, but above-average. Above-average, in my opinion, should be good enough to beat the Texans by nine. So I'm, I'm going to pick the Colts to, uh, to cover here by nine. By nine. Okay. So when you say above-average, I'm curious how your rankings work. Does it go like Bad. I would say, I would okay. say they're, they're, they're in the upper echelon of the NFL. You know, they have a good defense. You know, when Carson Wentz is playing well, he's been able to get Pittman involved and all his playmakers. T.Y. Hilton's been back on the field the last few weeks. So I do think he has a lot more playmakers than people realize. Jonathan Taylor has been a great weapon for them, whether it's coming out of the backfield, receiving out of the backfield, you know, and they have Nakeem Hines in the red zone. Like they have a lot of playmakers on offense. And Carson Wentz has been a solid player all year. Like I mentioned last week, other than the boneheaded throws that he's made, which has happened, and you mentioned that's Carson Wentz. Right, he's had those throughout his career. Other than those boneheaded throws, consistently throughout the course of the season, Carson Wentz has been playing pretty mistake-free football and, and passing from a pretty, pretty mm-hmm. clean pocket. He's got a great offensive line blocking in front of him. So uh, yeah, right. I think they're an above-average team, and I think they could uh, beat Texans over here by nine. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with you on this one and pick the Colts. I'm not gonna touch the line here. Although last last time they played the Texans, you know what the score was? <laughs> they held them to a field goal. 31 oh, they to kicked three. Them. They kicked them. Right, right, right. That's Terrible true. Terrible loss. Uh, so the odds anyway, of them doing it twice aren't high, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, okay, let's say they don't score 31. Let's just 21, you know. Right. <laughs> Anyways. Take that too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the next game is uh, Washington at Vegas, I believe. Yeah, Washington at Vegas, and the line has Vegas by two and a half. Yeah, so uh, uh, Vegas um, coming off a big win against the – Cowboys. I know sometimes you have a letdown here after a big game, but I do think, you know, despite Washington, uh, you know, they're, they've been hot. They've been hot recently. They barely squeaked out a game against a Seahawks offense that struggled to move the ball down the field. So uh, I'm going to go with Vegas to, uh, to win this game here. All right. I'm going to have to go with the upset here. I think Washington is, they had an ugly win against the Seahawks. 
but I think they can bring back their uh, their great game versus the versus the Buccaneers. You know, they really I think they really proved something with that game. Um, and I think they're gonna they they're they're in a bat they're in the battle for for the NFC East. So I think they need this win, and they're gonna come out strong. And next, okay, so our next game we have the Jaguars in LA. We have the Rams by a lot by fourteen. Rams by fourteen, two touchdowns. I'll just go the Rams straight up here. You know, I just don't think the Jaguars have enough firepower to be dying. The Rams have been reeling a little, but not enough for me to pull pull, pull the trigger on this upset. <laughs> pull the trigger on the line yeah. upset. I'm not pulling the trigger on this one. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow you on that one, and we can just move on to the next game. Yeah. Yes, next sir. game we have Ravens at Steelers. Okay. This is this is going to be an interesting game. We have Ravens by four and a half. Ravens by four and a half. You know, I actually like this line, but I'm not going to take it. I already picked my lines. Um, I stay away from Ravens Steelers lines because generally these games are very close. A lot of them end in three. A lot of them end in seven, but always one possession and very close in wild cards towards the end. So I won't take the line. I'll take the Ravens straight up. You know, uh, TJ Watts on the COVID list. I believe he's out. That's really going to hurt the Steelers front seven. He's their best defensive player by far. In fact, he's one of the best defensive players in the league. That's going to hurt them mm. so long as the Ravens don't have any injuries, you know, uh, on the outside and on the offense and over with Marquise Brown. I, I don't know if he has COVID or not, but I don't think so. So long as the receivers play, the playmakers and Lamar's there, I'll still pick the Ravens to squeak it out again, just like last week. Uh, okay, I'm going to have to go with the upset here. I think the Steelers are bad, but the Ravens have just not been showing up to games in any in any way, shape, or form. Going into Pittsburgh, I think Pittsburgh, they're not going to, they, they're, they're going to come back here. They're going to, they'll put something together here to beat the, to beat the rivals here. Right. Well, the, the, uh, the Ravens have been playing really well the last few weeks. That, that's what's convincing me a little here, right? I mean, you have a struggling Steelers offense who, you know, Ben Roethlisberger cannot get the ball down the field at all anymore. He pretty much, the Steelers offense is Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson, just throw it to them five yards and let them run after the catch. That That's their offense. So when you have Basically. a Ravens pass, it's been much better. And Patrick Queen has been covering on the short routes much better than the middle linebacker for the Ravens, the rookie. So, you know, mm-hmm. the Ravens defense has continued to get better throughout the season. That's more what's convincing me here. And I, I Lamar, listen, he threw four interceptions last week. The odds of him throwing four interceptions two weeks in a row are slim. So let's say he throws two this right. week. It still gives him a, a much better chance than beating a <laughs> than, than, than when mm-hmm. you throw four. <laughs> that's true. That's true. All right. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Next game, we have the Niners at the Seahawks. This is tough for the Seahawks. I kind of honestly, I feel a little bad for them. Um, but we have the Niners by three and a half. Yeah, I keep on saying, you know, this is Russell Wilson's coming out party. This is Russell Wilson's coming out party. And I'm just going to run away from it. I'm just going to go with the Niners, you know. Like, I keep on picking against the Niners. I keep on to listen. We've always known that Shanahan has this quarterback-proof offense in place, no matter who you've put there. We know that they made the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. And Jimmy Garoppolo is nothing special. He's a he's an average quarterback, and, you know, he's a game manager. And when you put a good team around him, they can succeed. And when you have playmakers like Debo Samuel and Eli Mitchell, you can succeed even with Jimmy Garoppolo. So I'm going to go with the Niners to win this game. Mm-hmm. I see that. I hear that. But in 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 your words, I think this is going to be Russell Wilson's coming <laughs> out party. <laughs> um, I think I think the Seahawks are embarrassed here. I think they're just they're tired. They're tired of losing. Um, the Niners are very hot right now. Just just dominating wins in the last few weeks. Um, I think they're going to cool down here. They're going to they're going to take a take a break here. I'm honestly the the uh. 
the I don't know how 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 accurate this is, but the the ESPN's the matchup predictor here has it at almost even. I'm not sure what metrics they're using here. The, what, the, the ESPN's the Niners, football is it, is it interesting? ESPN's football power index. I have no idea what that means, but I like it. <laughs> I, I think I think the Seahawks are gonna somehow, some way, beat the Niners. Okay, Sunday night football. The Broncos at the Chiefs. We have the line, but Chiefs by nine and a half. It's what a, a line! A big line for a team that uh, has been playing particularly well this year, albeit four straight wins. But you know, the, the Chiefs' offense still. I mentioned this on yesterday's podcast. The Chiefs', Chiefs offense, despite their uh, recent winning streak, have struggled still. Right? You haven't seen other than that Sunday night game against uh, the Raiders. You haven't seen Patrick Mahomes coming out and being old Patrick Mahomes. But the last time we did was Sunday night against the Raiders. So let's see. He comes out in big spotlights, mm-hmm. in the spotlight on Sunday night football. And maybe he'll, and I think, I think, I think he'll have another great game against the Broncos and the Chiefs will win this game. I'm not going to pick them to cover, but I think Patrick Mahomes shows up again. That offense makes some plays. Tyreek Hill, Tra- Travis Kelsey, all those playmakers we know they have, they're going to come out here on Sunday night football on national television and, uh, and, and provide a spark. I I agree with you, Rocky. It's hard to get to pick against the Chiefs on you know in a Sunday night primetime game, but I do think the Broncos are going to cover. I think the Broncos are coming. They they you know coming off. I mean, I guess they won the Chargers, but the Chargers haven't been playing well either. Um, but I think they keep it close. I think the Broncos are coming out. They do have something to prove. You know, keep their winning record. Um, so I'm going to pick the Chiefs to win, but the Broncos to cover. That's a nine and a half, right? Yeah. Do you have okay? So so far you picked the Eagles to cover and the Broncos. So you got two. You got one left. I got one uh, left. So either you got one left. Uh, so you can, okay. So you can either pick it for the last Monday night game or you can go back and pick it for another one. Decide after. Yeah. Well, I'll decide. Out. Yeah, we'll figure this out. Anyways, Monday night football. What a game. What a game we have here. Ooh, baby, I'm pumped for this. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a great great game. We have the New England Patriots against the Buffalo Bills. Now. The line has the Bills by two and a half. What do you think about the line there? Yeah, it's appropriate, right? It's in Buffalo. Um, it, it, it just, you know, it's it's even. You just give the Bills three points, right? I mean, or it's even, you know, on a neutral field, you're giving the Patriots a half point, which makes sense, right? The Patriots have been on this real hot streak, the hottest team in football right now, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Mac Jones yeah. and that offense has just come together. The defense is the top five defense in the league, but you got to remember the Bills also have a top five defense in the league, and they have Josh Allen on their side, you know, who uh, <laughs> who has struggled this year. No no quarterback in the league has more turnover-worthy throws than Josh Allen. He's put the ball in harm's way. Other than a few, you know, great games this year where he's, you know, like a Sunday night against the Chiefs, you know, and that was on, uh, nas- again, national television. That's when Josh Allen lights it up. That's why he had, like, the MVP hype right after that game. No, the reality is Josh Allen's not an MVP candidate this year. He's, uh, you know, the 10th or 11th best quarterback in the league this year compared to the first or second best last year. So he's obviously dropped off, which was to be expected after such a breakout year. So, But I still think Josh Allen come out and play well. It's a big division game. It'll be a little more, you know, they're going to have to fight it out. You know, these, these the offense are more high-flying, high-scoring games. That's what they've been featured in except for the one Bills versus Jaguars game. But I think this game mm-hmm. is, is going to be one, an exception, maybe 20-something to 20-something, a little more hard-fought. You know, getting the yardage is going to be a little more difficult in this game. Maybe not as many big plays. I'm liking it because it's a tough division game. You know, and they're playing each other uh, now a couple times in the next couple weeks, right? I think uh, two times in three or two times in four weeks. So I'm liking the Bills take this one at home. Bills at home. Okay. I like that. Again, uh, I also, another thing about this game, it's a it's the same color game. 
We have two red, white, and blue teams. Ah, playing each other. good call. Do you think there will be more? Do you think there will be more interceptions thrown? You know, what are the odds that they confuse their receivers with the defense? Oh, that—that's what—that's where you're coming from. Well, generally, when you have two teams that are uh, that res- that the uniforms resemble each other that closely, they'll make one dark, make one light. Right, right. We'll have like red and white, or blue and red. Right. But still, totally. still, I think there's something to it here. Um, I think I the, gotta, the conditions, um... the conditions might impact that a little more, right? Because Buffalo, it's always really cold. Maybe even snowy, right? It's up north. Ooh. So, uh, it's generally slippery and cold, and it's going to be at night, which it's, you know, 10, 15 degrees cooler. You don't have the sun out, obviously, deep into the night, right? At this point, 830 is already, you know, the sun's been down for four hours. So it could be freezing, honestly. <laughs> but, that's um, true. That's That's why I think maybe a little lower scoring, but you still have two offenses that can score a lot of points. So that's why I still like 20-something, 20-something, not, you know, 10 to 7. <laughs> right. Okay, so they're playing. They're playing Monday night football. You know what? You know what the weather is for Monday. Monday oh, night. No. Is, it, is it like warm? Did I just get it completely wrong? No, no, no. It's gonna be very cold and snowy. Oh, okay. a oh there you showers. go. <laughs> love it. It's love wow. It. This is gonna. This be. I'm very excited for this game. Um, oh, I, love ooh. It. I I think I think the Patriots are gonna win though. I think they're gonna continue their hot streak. Buffalo. They they look good when they play good. They look good. Except for that game against uh, Jacksonville. You could just throw that is, out the window, you know? That was just... <laughs> it's, an, it's an anomaly. It is. It really um, is. But the Buff- Buffalo in cold weather is a great pick. But I'm going to go Patriots. I like Patriots here. You mentioned the cold weather. That's what gets me at home. It's a tough environment. It's always been a tough environment. Even when the Bills weren't good, you know, teams always struggled going in there in Buffalo, and they had to squeak out wins against the four or five when Buffalo teams, you know, got around. People forget Buffalo was a bottom team in the NFL for a long, long time, right? They made four straight yeah. two goals in the in the early nineties, and then you know, since the beginning of the two thousands until a few years ago when they got Josh Allen, other than two years. They were really bottom feeders, right? Winning four or five games every year. So now, but even during those years. Going into Buffalo in the cold weather, in the snowy weather, when you know those Bills players are quote unquote used to it, however used to it you can be, right? And the adrenaline mm-hmm. kicks in, and you're out of home, and you have that crowd cheering for you, and those guys, those that crowd is nuts. I mean, it, it's just fun. It's fun to. I, I I'm pumped for this game, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna I be hope great. It's not a blowout. I hope it's one of those yeah. really close, hard fought games. You know. Yeah, I hope so too. But oh, again, like Foxborough is not that warm either. I think the Patriots sure. are decently comfortable in cold weather. Yeah, you're right. That's a fair point, right, Foxborough? It's also it snows a lot, gets cold, you know. But you have that home. Maybe I'll pick just like both home teams to win in this series. I don't know. I guess we'll have to see in a few weeks <laughs> when, uh, when they go go to Foxborough and play over there. But I just like yeah. in a game this close on paper, right? Where you, it's a toss up. You really have no idea what's going to happen. I, I I like that home field advantage. I just like it. Yeah, yeah, I definitely hear you. All right. Well, I have one more uh, line pick, correct? Oh yeah. So who you got? Do you know, or you want to just uh, you could uh, you could think about it and pick it later. You know what? Give me you pick the lines to upset here. I'll yeah. take the line. I'll take the I'll take the line. I'll take the lines to cover. So lines to cover seven. Lines to cover seven. Yes, sir. So it's a plus seven. Okay, plus seven. You'll pick the lines. I like it. Obviously, I'm picking the lines mm-hmm. to win. So uh, see, that's the reason mm-hmm. I didn't pick the lines to to cover is because. <laughs> 
<laughs> then I'm losing two. I'm not going to rely two points. Relying yeah. a lot two points. That's a little too much, you know. Relying the right. one this way. If they do, if if, if on the on chance that they do lose, <laughs> then uh, mm-hmm. I will. Uh, it's just one point I'm enduring over there. Okay, I like it. Mm-hmm. So you're going to pick the lines to cover. Great. So we got all of them done. Yeah. Um, we'll get the other mm-hmm. boys' predictions. I think we already have Yehudas. We'll get Mighty's predictions. It's yeah. uh, going to be close coming down to the wire. Listen, we got what four or five mm-hmm. weeks left. It's week thirteen. We got five weeks left to the yeah. season. Mm-hmm. What are you going to say? Oh uh, yeah. No, 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 I was saying, I was, I'm, 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 I'm agreeing with you. We have to savor football season while we still have it. We enjoy it so much when we're in it, but it goes so quickly. It comes and Just goes. It comes and enjoy, goes. Enjoy, enjoy it while we have it. We're living yes. in the moment right now. Just enjoy it. You're right. Don't look forward to next. Just enjoy this week, right? You're, you're sitting on your couch, you're watching Red Zone. Just, you're right. Save every moment. It, it comes and goes. And, and before you know it, there will be no more football season for another six months. So uh, you're certainly oh. right about that. Um, but uh, but we still got a bunch of you know exciting stretch run AFC NFC a lot of close playoff runs so everyone enjoy that starting tonight we got a pretty good game on paper Tyson Hill led Saints against the Cowboys enjoy Thursday night football and everyone enjoy your weekends and happy Hanukkah happy Hanukkah.